1: Hi, I'm Nicole Goodman. And I'm Lauren Mishcon. Every Tuesday, we trial a different self
0: care practice and report back to you on the results. And on Friday, we are back to explore more from the world of wellness with the latest news, interviews, feedback from our wonderful listeners, and our challenge of the week. Welcome back to Self Care Club, the epilogue
1: show. Hi clubbers, welcome to Friday's Epilogue Show where we are taking a deeper dive into this week's practice of mushroom tea. Nicole Goodman, how are you getting on with mushroom tea?
0: I, I am yes, yes. still drinking it. I canny believe it, but I you are. I have still yep. not had a headache. Yeah. Not a whiff of a headache, not a sniff of a headache, not like even a fuzzy head where I think, oh, maybe I'm getting a headache. I've not taken one Nurofen. I've not taken one paracetamol. I am headache free. I was quite shocked this week when I asked you the question, how many times a week do you take Nurofen
1: and paracetamol? And you said at least two to three. I thought that is not
0: good. I used to take it two to three times a day. But that's shocking. Of course it's shocking. It's horrendous. And now you're saying since the mushroom tea? Yeah, I've been taking it for over 2 weeks now. I mean, that's a big that's a big thing. And Yeah. Cuz you were like, "No, that's not a thing." I said, "I'm telling you it's a thing because it's got healing properties in it." That's what he said. And you're like, "That's not a thing." You said, "Wait till your wait wait till you get your period." Yes. Now, every single month, yes. without fail, yep. I get a migraine. So do
1: I. And I don't get migraines, but one evening a month, I
0: get a terrible without headache fail through
1: my eyes do you get it through your eyes
0: my headaches always sit in exactly the same place and guess what what i am on day three of my period yeah and i am my not even migraine free i am headache free is there anything
1: else that is going on that you could put it down to apart from the mushroom tea
0: no I'm just, I'm very and, surprised. And, yeah. and I cricked my neck in the gym the other day. Yeah. I was doing a pull-up mm. and I could feel my my neck went and I thought, oh God, because the minute I cricked my neck, mm. I've got to get back to that osteopath or I'm going to have like a migraine for days. Yep. It, literally anything triggers my migraines. If it's too light outside, if there's like a sudden noise, if I'm due on, if I haven't drunk enough water, if I've eaten loads of sugar, like it is honestly, anything triggers a migraine in me. I, I I can't, I can't even express how much I am. cannot believe that I'm headache free. Well. You don't believe it. I do believe it. You don't believe it. But
1: I I do believe you're headache free. I'm just not 100% sure I'm putting it down to the T.
0: Well, what else could it be? I don't know. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> what else is it going to be? I don't know. Next week we're doing an eyebrow kit. It's not that. Are you sure? It's definitely not. <laughs> okay. Well, I... I,
1: Are you still drinking
0: it? That
1: would be difficult because I donated my my (laughs) tin to you. Yeah. Because you were really enjoying it. Yeah. I wasn't so much. So I... And you're like reaping the benefits. Uh, Honestly,
0: I'm sleeping well. Uh, uh,
1: (sighs) You always sleep well. Yeah, okay. Fair
0: enough. (laughs) The headaches is enough. Uh, And I feel good and I feel bright and I feel alert and I've got energy all day and... I am literally loving it. She's a convert, clubbers. <clears throat> and I found a way to drink it. Oh, yeah. In my second cup of coffee, yes. not my first, because my first is far too precious, yeah. of the day. Mm-hmm. I get a a teaspoon. Mm-hmm. I pop it in mm-hmm. and I put my coffee over it. And honestly, you cannot taste it.
1: Yeah, it was all right in the coffee. And it's
0: very water soluble. So yes. it just dissolves. There's no lumps. There's no lumps and bumps. Mm-hmm. So it's very manageable. mm
1: mm-hmm. Okay, great. Yeah, great. Well, I have nothing to report because, as I said, I donated my my tin to you, so I'm I'm not drinking it. I still feel fine, but you can have all the benefits of it.
0: <laughs> I did ask the clubbers, have yeah. they ever tried mushroom tea? Yeah, twelve percent said yes. It's low, isn't it? Twelve. I'm actually surprised that it's that high. Eighty two percent. Said no, yeah, and six percent said yuck, yuck, mm-hmm. yeah. Zero mm-hmm. percent said what is it? So all of our clubbers, they know they know all about it. They know about, of course, they know about mushroom tea. They're very up on their self-care. They are. Shall we have a little discussion? Yep. <laughs> uh,
1: now I'm starting to get a little bit anxious. <laughs> Shall we have a discussion about mm. your little crush? Oh, my crush. Yeah. Well, yeah, in the four days since the main show, yeah, I've divorced my husband. <laughs> I'm now living in a toadstool with <laughs> with the Tea Brothers, and we're part of a thruple where we just eat mushroom omelettes, no mushrooms on toast, and drink mushroom tea. No wonder you
0: feel fine. No wonder I'm so chirpy today. <laughs> we always like to give a bit of background, yeah, don't we? Yeah. So Simon was supposed to come into the studio. Mm. So we were going to see him face to face. Mm -hmm. And Lauren hadn't seen him since we uh, initially met him at the Balance Festival. Yes. But we all got our days a bit mixed up. So that didn't happen. So then we had to do it on Zoom. Yeah. So when we interviewed him, as you could probably hear in last week's show, he, he was on Zoom. He was. And when he came to the call... He was a couple of minutes late to the call. We were so not what I was going to say. No, I
1: know. But we, so Nicole and I were sitting on the floor of my living room, both the dogs basically on our laps. Yeah. And us pretty much on each other's laps because we had to be near enough to both look at the screen. Yes. It was a tight
0: little foursome. Yeah. That morning. Yeah. And then Simon came to the call. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Simon came to the call. Should we just leave it there? No. Okay come on. Uh, (laughs) I can't say it. Why? It's just too embarrassing. He
0: came to the... He he came to the... the, He didn't have a top on. No, he... He he, didn't have a top on. He didn't have a top on. And it was a little bit... Well... Well, he did have a top on. He had a blazer on. He
1: was wearing a suit
0: blazer, but with
1: nothing underneath. And that
0: threw the pair of us just a little bit. To be honest with you, Club Lauren more than me. It was a look.
1: It was a look, and he totally pulled it off. But I was wondering, why not just chuck on the, a t-shirt, but why the blazer, but just naked underneath? It was it was a little bit
0: distracting. It was distracting. It was distracting. <laughs> yeah. Because I'd already taken the piss out of you for you, you sort of having a little bit of a crush on this yeah. guy. And then yeah. he suddenly comes to the call and he's not fully dressed. No, he's not. So that was... Um, interesting. It was interesting, yeah. and it took Lauren a few minutes to sort of find... recalibrate. And also, if you go back and listen to the episode, you'll hear that it takes her a few minutes to recalibrate. And
1: you, I don't know if you will hear this, but I, towards the end, I really sort of wanted to giggle, but I had to rein it in and remain fully professional. You did, but this I... isn't
0: that professional.
1: <laughs> and, my, and my favorite part, which isn't in the
0: show, but I kind of wish you kind of go at me about that. Kind of like, wish oh, it oh. Was. I love that you cut out the... Yeah, well, my dog. In the oh, middle, the dog. In the
1: middle of the interview, my dog gets up from <laughs> between us, does a massive burp, <laughs> like a real from the guts belch, <laughs> and then just walks off. And I said to him, I said to Simon, I'm so sorry. That was my dog. And he said, I thought it was one of you. <laughs> So that was, that was my, I think that was my favourite part of the interview. So it
0: was all very interesting. Um,
1: and we learnt a lot What about were your mushrooms. words
0: when we put the call, when we ended the call? What were your final words as we ended the call? I don't remember, but I know you're going to tell me.
1: <laughs> your final words were,
0: oh, he's so hot.
1: He is hot. <laughs> but, but. Also, I think he knows it. He does know it,
0: and that. But he's very. For charming. me, he's very charming. That
1: takes away from it for me a
0: little bit. <sighs> I think this is the first time that we've you you have had a crush on one of our guests. <sighs> to be
1: fair, you have like ramped this up. I mean, you know, it's okay. I, as I said to you last week, I'm married. I'm not blind, but it's not a big crush for me. I've had bigger. You've had bigger. Yeah, mm-hmm. from any of our guests. <laughs> from any of our guests. I mean, of all the men we've had on the show... We haven't had that many men on the show. I'll tell you who's my fave, but not in a kind of crush way, but sort of, but not in that sort of way. A sort of, but not sort of. Well, so- who? Saeed, our personal trainer. Our, our, our personal trainer our- who trains me. He trains me never. He did train me he's for Percy, the month. He's not
0: our personal he's anything. your
1: personal trainer. He is my trainer. He is not mine, but was mine for the month of exercise. I'm not saying that like in a crush way, but there was just, you know, this is a man who got me to exercise for a month. That's like, that's a big deal. But we're talking about the men that we found hot on the show. I'm not saying I found him hot. I'm just saying I just found that. You know, he was able to get something out of me that no other man has ever managed.
0: <laughs> well, he, I always and tell him, that is his zone of genius. He's good well, like that. that was very good. That was yeah, very he's, impressive. He's great like that. Yeah. So, that was our week on mushroom tea. I'm going to carry on using it. Would you think you'll ever try it again? Definitely not. Dirt Tea have offered to do us a giveaway. <gasps> That's nice. Isn't that nice? Yeah. So... The giveaway is going to be a dirt tea tote bag, a dirt tea bottle and a tin of choice. Very nice. Now those tins are worth £30. Are you going to go in for the giveaway
1: yourself? (laughs) I think you might. It might just be clubbers that you see Nicole around the streets with a little
0: tote bag and you'll be like, oh my God, she took that giveaway for herself. We will run the giveaway on our social channels. Yeah. So make sure you look out for that. That will be coming up sometime next week. Super. We're going to take a short break and see you back here for our Wellness News Flash. Wellness News Flash.
1: This one's for you. I just feel like it's specially for you. Especially for you. I don't want to sing you the Kylie Minogue song, but I feel like it is. Because I know that you love pink. I love it. Not the colour, the singer. I love pink. I don't really have any particular... I feel very neutral about pink. You can't feel neutral about I mean, I don't love her. I certainly don't hate her. I just don't really... Think about
0: her. Have you ever seen her live? No. Well, then you would change Does your mind. Does she not do
1: all the aerial oh. acrobatics and the circus stuff? Does it all, and okay. it is
0: phenomenal. She's very
1: athletic, and she's very cool. Ugh. Yeah. I do like her songs, but I don't like have many feelings about her. But I know you love her. But this is a wellness newsflash about Pink. Yes. What's she up to? She's taking her self-love up. A notch. Ooh. I feel you're going to love this. In an Instagram post shared this weekend, the pop star revealed that she has committed to sending herself flowers, complete with a loving note attached, as an act of self care.
0: Oh my God. You I love it already, love don't, that. don't you?
1: Yes. Fans are applauding the 43 year old singer's approach to treating herself after she posted a photo of her latest floral bouquet, which came with a card reading, I love you. <gasps> oh. For this year, I decided that my luxury self-care spoil myself action was going to be stop waiting for someone else to buy you flowers, wrote Pink, who shares two children with truck racer Carrie Hart, her husband of 16 years. Isn't it even cooler to support your local small business, magical, talented florist and send yourself the message that you've been needing to hear? She added, yes. tagging the California floral shop, Rena's Bouquet. That's what I'm doing. Pink added the hashtag, I love me. Oh, my goodness. The singer has been candid about her mental health, opening up in 2019 about how she has been in therapy since her early 20s. I believe in self-confrontation and getting things out. What I love about therapy is they'll tell you what your blind spots are. Although it's uncomfortable and painful, it gives you something to work with. And I think the reason I can go to such an uncomfortable place and be so honest is because I have a really healthy sense of humour. I'm extremely self-deprecating. And when shit goes bad, which is in any life is inevitable you've got to try and find the funny it's because i can laugh that i can cry so hard Mm. this may as part of the child minds institute's dare to share campaign she also spoke oh you're gonna so love this about building a spiritual toolbox of therapeutic practices to help turn her life around after years of suffering awful panic attacks I had a number of ECGs that always led back to, you're fine, you're fine, there's nothing wrong, you're imagining it, it's in your head, she told fans of her terrifying experiences with anxiety in her early 20s. Then I started seeing a therapist, I started doing all these things, I started learning these steps about how to take care of myself. I'd never been taught how to take care of myself. Her spiritual toolbox includes things like meditation, cooking, songwriting, and surrounding herself with relaxing things like candles, and now, flowers.
0: It's interesting that she's put songwriting in there. Mm. as her spiritual self-care mm. toolbox because that's really her work.
1: But also, I guess it's her way of expressing herself. Well,
0: or maybe she
1: puts songs in there that she wouldn't release. Maybe. Mm. So now I know in my life when I'm getting lost, I reach under my bed and I grab my spiritual toolbox, she said. I light incense, I take a bath, I breathe, I do my gratitudes. I've surrounded myself with a village of people that know Mm. when I've forgotten that I have a spiritual toolbox, they remind me. Mm. And so I encourage all of you to write, journal, talk to someone, build your own spiritual toolbox and put people around you that remind you that you have it under the bed. I love it. Have you ever sent yourself flowers? Um, no. Have you? Well, I guess yes. Because I had a subscription to Freddie's Flowers oh, for,
0: yeah. for ages. Yeah.
1: I didn't do it every week because they're really quite expensive. But once a month, I guess I sa- I did not send myself a note with them. But I guess I did send myself flowers, yeah.
0: One of my friends in the gym said that she, and it's not buying herself flowers, but what she does is she does things that her future self to make her future self laugh like like she put on a letter that she'd signed up to for something and she'd called herself a reverend so when it came (laughs) through the door like three months (laughs) later and it said reverend such and such she really laughed and she said I love and she wrote she showed it to us on a group and she said I love me I always try and make my future self laugh that's very funny and I think that is a real act of self-love yeah,
1: it, that really is. It is, isn't
0: yeah. it? Now, thanks to this gorgeous newsflash, mm-hmm. we've got a great challenge of the week. The Self-Care Club Challenge of the Week. I think, mm-hmm. and you and I are going to do this too, Okay, along with the clubbers. Clubbers, yep. are you listening? We are going to write down what is in our spiritual toolbox. <gasps> Oh, not what we want in, but what is currently in. Okay. Okay. So then we can see what's in the toolbox, and then we can identify if there's any gaps and what we want to put in. But you have to start with where you're at. Okay. I like it. You like it? Yeah. That's the challenge of the week. That's cute. And we're gonna do it too. Okay. And we're gonna come back next week mm-hmm. with our self care, with our spiritual toolbox, mm-hmm. and clubbers. Feel free to write in and tell us what's in your spiritual toolbox and we'll read them out on the show. Or send us a photo on Instagram. Oh, fabulous. Of a few things that are in it. That'd be gorgeous. Yeah. Or you can email us, hello at theselfcareclub.co.uk or just DM us on Instagram. Yeah. Shall we go on to our... Recommendation of the week.
1: Okay, I'm going in with a book. Have you read another book? I haven't read it this week, but I wanted to bring it because it's the 30th anniversary of this book. And I feel like there's a whole generation of girls slash women who didn't read it then because they weren't born or they were too young. But it is the most amazing book. I'm sure you've read it. Um, the Secret History by Donna Tartt. Do you remember it? No. Okay. Okay. It was released um, in 93. I read it in about 95. I still have it on my bookshelf because it's just one of those books that kind of you just are so blown away. Um, it's a modern classic. It's a cult bestseller and it's just coming up for its 30th anniversary. Oh, okay. And that's why I'm mentioning it. Okay. Um, it's a thriller about a group of very clever eccentric misfits under the influence of a charismatic classics professor at a New England college who find a new way of thinking and living. And I can't say any more. Is it like Dead Society? Yes, but a bit more thriller-ish. Okay. It's, okay. it's just the most amazing Lovely. book. So I wanted to bring that because it's they're going to re-release it. And it's actually, I think it's about a fiver on Amazon at the moment. Great. Yeah. There you go. What's it called again? It's called The Secret History by Donna Tart, Tartt.
0: T-A-R-T-T. Oh, I want to talk about a podcast. I know. Go on, you do the podcast. It's called The Orgasm Cult. Yes. Now, someone from my daughter's school, one of the mums, we were having a podcast chat and I said, what are you listening to? Because I love hearing about what other people are listening to. And she said, I'm listening to this, this, this and this. And The Orgasm Cult was one of them. It's a 10-parter. It's a BBC documentary. And it's about a cult that went from 2012 to 2018, Mm. I think. Um, And it's when women... It's encouraging women to orgasm more, basically. And women sit in a room with a man beside them collectively. 80 of them sometimes. 80 of them sometimes. They take their pants off, their knickers off, they spread their legs, and a man sits and strokes them up and down, up and down, up and down, until for 15 minutes, whether they climax or not. And it's all—it's supposed to be, the cult was based around female empowerment, but. But, but, but. But, but, but. Um, it talks about sort of the cult side of it and the difficulties of it and how they were running the business and all the seedy stuff that was going on with it. And it is absolutely captivating to listen to.
1: Yeah, you got me onto it and I'm now on episode five and it is really good. It's really good, yeah. Yeah. Okay, great. Um, TV shows, oh, come on. I listen. I know you don't like either of these shows, but I like to go with what the masses is is like. Bake off. Yes, it is fucking Bake off. <laughs> fucking, and I fucking love it. Is it Strictly? And it's Strictly. I haven't even seen this. Listen. I swear to God. I make no apologies for liking either of those shows. They make me truly, truly happy inside. They make me feel joyful. They make me feel peaceful. They make me feel relaxed. There's no peril. It's just people baking. They might drop a biscuit and people (laughs) dancing and they might miss a step. And that's the worst that can happen. And that is true. That is real self-care for me.
0: Gorgeous. Autumn
1: Autumn telly self-care, yeah.
0: Mm. We have another show coming up on Sunday, yes, Yes, we do. It is with a guest called David Yontef. Now, if you don't know who David is, he is the host of the very popular podcast Behind the Velvet Rope, which is a podcast all about the Real Housewives. And he has all the Real Housewives on, and he interviews them all, and he... And he's friends with some of them. he's friends with them. Actual friends. And he picks each episode to pieces, and it's a real gossip for Real Housewives. And, of course we had and i've been listening to it for ages and i emailed him and asked him to come on the show and he has and he is amazing wonderful so if you love real housewives you will not want to miss this chat because he is an absolute gem if you
1: don't like real housewives you won't know what on earth we're talking about for an yeah. hour
0: yeah but if you do
1: this is a bitch fest you will not want to miss and he spills some tea which oh we didn't my know God. about he's he does he drops a bombshell yeah, about a very popular housewife and husband and we were oh,
0: God.
1: oh we were a little bit gobsmacked yeah. weren't we so I that revelation definitely
0: tune in on Sunday you're gonna love it oh oh yeah it's a treat and then we'll be back on Monday and we are trying out a eyebrow stencil kit yes so we're talking about eyebrows next week is how lovely we're gonna have brows that are on point literally if you want to get in touch, hello at the selfcareclub.co.uk. Find us on Instagram at selfcareclubpod. Don't forget to feedback about Challenge of the Week, and we will be back on Sunday. Bye bye. Ah, uh, hmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At caskers.com, we make this experience easy.